Captain Black, Nadra Enzi. Welcome back to the C.L. Bryan Show. How are you, friend? Happy New Year, good brother. Happy New Year, Nadra, to you as well. Nadra, if you had a chance to say something to a nationwide, in fact, a global audience right now about uh, what's on your mind. There's a person living down there in New Orleans, Louisiana, looking out of that window on America. What are you seeing, Nadra Enzi? I'm saying that violent crime committed often by juveniles can only be solved in the short term by charging them as adults, not by pretending that they're Opie or Ralph Mouth or Richie Cunningham from Happy Days, but by dealing with the brutality and the heinousness of the crimes we're seeing. You know, we have young people who have stuck more firearms in people's faces than many of our military veterans. We have juveniles who have beaten more people than UFC fighters who get paid to do that for a living. And we have, unfortunately, from our city council to our district attorney, to even our incoming sheriff-elect, a fantasy that not sufficiently punishing career violent criminals reduces violence. Well, it's gotten so bad here that the DA right now is in an emergency meeting on Zoom with the city council because the violence has gotten so bad that they can't even put a spin on it. You know, the liberal media executives cannot massage the figures because it's it's too prevalent, it's too heinous, and we're at the point now where maybe, and I say this, maybe they might be having a come-to-Jesus moment. Maybe. I should hope, I should certainly hope that you are right. Nadrenzi, Captain Black, is my special guest, and he's down in a city that I absolutely love. In fact, Nadra uh, served as bodyguard and tour guide uh, for myself and uh, the president of our company, Adam Brandon, a couple of years back. And Nadra, we certainly do still thank you for that. I'm, whenever I'm down, I'll, I promise, uh, I come through all the time, but never to stay uh, any time that we could share a time. But Nadra, you said something that uh, I, I want to, to circle back to oh, my, uh, with my Jen Psaki uh, moment there. Uh, I, I want, you said that it has gotten so Bad. Now, I, I want to focus in on that because if it's if it's come to this point, it came from somewhere. So please give us a sketch of when this began to truly deteriorate, where the pain of it began to show on the faces of those who it was not affecting at first. Talk to us. Absolutely. We'll just go with the 21st century interrelation. When the uh, <clears throat> recoveries are, Mitch Landrieu was mayor of New Orleans. He helped accelerate our violent crime, which is often committed by juveniles, by setting a mandate, creating a culture where you don't hold them responsible for their actions, that you cater to delusional pundits and packs and think tanks, that you place your police department in an unenviable position of being pretty much blue valets to just kind of drive the, drive the offenders to the juvenile justice intervention center, they call it now, and watch them get released on probation or lollipop time at home or whatever the juvenile sentences are because the juvenile system in Louisiana 
is not a punitive system. It's a, quote, rehabilitative system. So even if they got juvenile life or a carjacker or an armed robber, juvenile life only means until age 21 in a low security facility where last month, as a matter of fact, a group broke out of our local juvenile center. Three of them were charged with carjacking. One of them was charged with murder. And when they broke out, guess what they did first? That's right. They didn't go to the library, nor did they go to their local place of worship. They carjacked a woman in the neighboring apartment complex. And fortunately, the U.S. Marshal Service and others were able to return them to the low security facility that they should not have been in the first place because they should have been tried, well, excuse me, charged as adults and should have been held in the Orleans Justice Center where adult suspects are held. So, so Nigel, you're saying that once they were apprehended, they mm-hmm. then were returned to the low security uh, mm-hmm. facility that they got away from? Is, is, is that what you said? Yes, yes. And I, and I, you know, it's so bad that a lot of my Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders supporting friends are like, you know, we've got to do something about this. See, the, we, we, we've arrived at a point now where... Our, our progressive and our liberal friends understand that it's not imaginary white supremacists. It's not David Duke's grandsons who are attacking people in majority black, mostly working class, Democratic-led cities. And they're coming to this realization, many of your listeners will say an obvious one, because the pain of ignoring it has become too great to continue ignoring it. People are being carjacked, mostly single women, all involving firearms on an almost daily basis. And we have a D yes, and we have a DA who either recused or declined to prosecute nine hundred and thirty seven felony cases. Wow. He refuses, yes, he refuses to try juveniles as adults, and the police department is told not to charge them as adults. So all you're doing is you're catching people who have stolen enough cars, for instance, to fill up a lot. You're catching people who've carjacked more people than many of our special operations forces have conducted raids on. And you're not sending them to prison where they'd be out of circulation for hopefully 10 to 20 years. You're just kind of letting them hang out for a little bit at the Juvenile Justice Intervention Center. And then the juvenile court, which only can give rehabilitative measures, usually releases them on probation with a social worker or caseworker. And of course, he doesn't go to the library. He doesn't go to his place of worship, but he does go to the nearest vehicle, often with a single woman, and sticks a gun in the face and continues carjacking as a career. Wow. This is what is happening in New Orleans and many other cities on a daily basis. Folks, but there is a glimmer of hope. Tell, tell us about the glimmer of hope. I look to New York with Mayor Adams. I don't agree with him on Ill- illegal aliens voting. But 
clearly he has not departed from his career as an NYPD captain. And he's going to re, well, resurrect their firearms, plainclothes firearms unit to go after felons who are illegally carrying firearms. And he's telling his city that violence will not divide them. Again, it's not going to be the distant GOP that's going to save these blue cities. If the Democrats that are elected there do not lead the charge against violent crime, then I say to our good and God-fearing conservative friends in safe suburbs, once the bones are picked dry in the inner city, then they come to the suburbs. So it's better to solve the problem where it starts. And then suburbs, suburbians, you better hear me. It's coming to you. I am telling you, unless, and, and, and you know what, Nadra, you mentioned something about uh, policing and, and, and allowing police to do their jobs in cities where policemen are able to do their job. Guess what? It's an amazing thing that happens. The crime is low. I know. The, cr- the crime is low. And, and, and the other part, the street. Oh, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Nadra, how then uh, New Orleans uh, it does this emergency meeting that you, the Zoom meeting that you, you mentioned coming about with the uh, mayor and, and the council, uh, what do you expect from that? Well, I haven't heard. I've heard a lot of good rhetoric. I've heard what seems to be sincere outrage. But if the council and the police superintendent and the DA are not going to revoke or revise their joint policy are not trying violent juveniles as adults, then you are not addressing the problem. Because someone who has pistol whipped people repeatedly, dragged women out of their vehicles at gunpoint repeatedly, and is sent home to the same household that does not stop him from doing so, that's not providing public safety. And that is what is happening in too many of our cases. And they're not putting that policy on the table, owning it, and then departing from it. So until that happens, I'm not really confident about a lot of their recommendations. What I've suggested to them is in the absence of the district attorney's motivation to do so, send carjacking and other violent crime cases to the U.S. Attorney's Office for Federal Prosecution. The protection of your, your, your citizens is government, mm-hmm. the protection of the citizens, government's first uh, responsibility. And, and, and friends, this is all that uh, the awakening of that is happening, that uh, government has, has failed in its responsibility to protect its citizens. Nadra, you mentioned uh, that. And tell us about your work. Tell us about the work that you do and how to get a hold of you. Absolutely. You can find me on Telegraph, Getter, Twitter, notice I'll put that in declining order, and Instagram on Cap Black Real Bro. So that's Cap Black Real B-R-O. And what I do is I advocate for safety and also do homeless outreach, which in the Great Reset, many of us are in peril of needing a free hot meal or somebody to reach out to us because we're on the, the, the frightening precipice of potentially millions of people being evicted because their, their jobs and or their businesses still have not recovered from the initial shutdowns of two years ago. And we don't have a president like Trump in office 
who actually seems concerned or even competent. And as you said in your opening statements, looming over our domestic crisis is the very frightening possibility that this man who can't make it through a press conference is going to interject the United States into a conflict between Russia and the Ukraine. Yeah. And, and, and folks, that is a very real possibility. We're facing a civil war here in our nation, uh, probably over abortion rights. That is going to be bloody. Uh, the, the, the Supreme Court is going to be uh, handing down some things here pretty soon. And, uh, and there's going to be a fight. It's going to be a real fight. And then we are facing the conflict, uh, quite a possibility of a conflict with Russia. And, of course, they'll run into the arms of the Chinese. And as Nadra Enzi has pointed out uh, to us, is that in this great city of New Orleans, city I love, I love New Orleans, uh, it is on the brink of being overrun by juvenile thugs who are not being held accountable, and or anybody who's not being held accountable. Red, yellow, black, white, whoever they are, the point is let's stop the, 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 the lunacy where, where, where women are being dragged from their cars and their cars being stolen at gunpoint. This has stopped. Look, absolutely. Let me give you possibly the worst case I have seen in my 12-plus years of living here. We have a young white man, because, you know, sometimes folks feel, like, oh, you know, you're beating up on the black youth, even though you and I are black last time we looked. Yeah, we, we are. We are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we are. We have a white man who I actually met at my old job because he used to come back. Well, he's in prison. Well, excuse me, he's in jail now. Pardon me. Hopefully he'll be going to prison for the rest of his life because he killed, dismembered, and kept a woman's headless torso inside a freezer with an extension cord connecting this freezer outside his house to the inside of his house. This is a level of madness, heinousness. I've even heard some spiritually inclined folks say, you know, demonic activity here. Whatever you feel the origin is, New Orleans is overrun by violence that boggles the imagination and even their enablers cannot come up with excuses anymore. Wow, wow, wow. Total evil that you just described, man. Total evil. These are perilous times that we live in. Nadra Enzi, I want to thank Enzi. I want to thank you, Nadra Enzi. Uh, and that give give your give your Twitter give your your descending handles again. Certainly, it's Tap Black Real Bro B R O, and you can find me at Getter, Telegram, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Fantastic. Nadra, always uh, my absolute pleasure. Honor to be on with you. Fight the good fight. Continue fighting it. And I know you will because you are Nadra Enzi. Thank you so much for being on with